When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention all loyal douchebags. This is Jesse May. This is Mike. Thank you for listening to the show. As always, you've already done so much, and yet here we are to ask you to do even more. We have a big favor to ask. Give us a five-star rating. That's it. Takes two seconds. Rate us for five stars and go listen to the rest of the podcast. We love doing the show. We are happy to have you here with us. And I, when I started that sentence, I thought there was a second part to it. What she said. Please rate and review the show. And with no further ado, enjoy. Oh. I'm all man when it comes to the crust. Yeah. SpaghettiOs is a soup. Wow. I'm a man of many earth tones. Oh. I think Cheerios are still Ooh, hot. Cheerios. Cheerios are hot, babe. Ooh. It's like an avocado. It's raw. The deuce. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> That you are happy. Why, <laughs> pray tell, are you so happy? Uh, I just realized a lot about myself and let a bunch go, and it feels great. How are you? Wait, you, you just had a spiritual unburdening during the intro? Yes. The intro is actually the space I needed to clear out the demons. I have exercised the demons. This emotional house is clear. No, I, you know, we go through seasons of change and seasons of growth and all of that and sometimes things get a little tricky and sticky and I think I'm just in a season of understanding a little bit more about myself and you know you can connect that connect the dots and you go oh a plus b equals c that's why got it cool cool so and, and just to be clear that season of understanding happened during the intro of the show yeah just right in the intro it was the intro it was the music Dang. it was it was the dues. I wish I could say I got half as much out of the intro of our show. I'm I'm like super subdued. Like I don't know if I'm depressed or if I'm coming down with something. You're gonna have to. <laughs> no, I'm really like. Oh, no. I went to the gym today and I was just like. And today's supposed to be like my fun easy day. I did like the the workout stuff earlier in the week. I was treating myself today and just going and shooting around a basketball. I just want to like just use my body every day while it still works to make sure it continues to work. And I'm just like. I, I just got so French about it all of a sudden. I was just like, the ball goes in, the ball does not go in. What difference does it make? And I was just like, <laughs> I fucking, Jesse, I, you're the only person who will understand. I just turned around and left and went to Ross. You were like Pepe Le Pew and you peaced out and went to Ross. Did you really? Oh, dude. You, yeah. Oh, that was a great move. Chris, Are you kidding Christmas me? shopping has never been easier or more affordable. Look, I had an I idea. I'm wearing socks. Had, let me see. I can't see him. Those are kind of boring. But those are good socks. They're they're quality socks. They're solid. I expect more. And from they you. and they match my Sith Jar Jar shirt. Okay, I take the sock comment back. The shirt's a lot, so the socks balance it out. <laughs> mm, I'm I'm going to I'm going to be Jesse. You look like. Wait, can I say one thing? You look like if you were in line to get coffee, you for sure would ask for pistachio milk. Is that a, a jab at the tasteful minty color of my socks? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. No, here, check it out. Check it you out. You work at a cat rescue and you drink pistachio milk. 
Are we milking okay, pistachios now? Oh, God. They've been... Look, you can milk anything with a teat. It seems that way, yeah. Great holiday movie. Great racks on pistachios. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't... I don't I don't like Jar Jar and I don't even I don't even think about Jar Jar enough to hate Jar Jar. Are you a, are you a Jar Jar apologist? I I just have never seen someone wear Star Wars merch who doesn't know everything about the character's background. Well, I do know everything about the character's background. Here's here's the deal, JMP. As soon as I'm finished speaking to you, we go, we pick up the kids, we head to Disneyland. Now I have finally been broken like a like a wild stallion <laughs> i was finally tamed i was the last man standing going to disneyland not wearing disney merch it was fine for the kids it was cute when it was the occasional couple wearing the han and leia thing but it is everybody 90 percent of the people in the park are wearing disney stuff and you know we go all the time the kids wear it every time the wife wears it every time i didn't want to be the weekend week out stick in the mud so i'm like I'm, i'll do it but i'm gonna i'm gonna do me doing Disney, right? And luckily for me, they bought Star Wars. So I, I like Star Wars enough. I can do Star Wars. The shirts that I got, see, Kohl's. Kohl's is the is the devil here. If I had bought the same shirts at Ross, they would still be going strong. Kohl's are, K-O-H-L, cheap pieces of crap. Knock off Kmart's. I bought cool shirts, but the decal literally became indecipherable. You couldn't even tell what kind of shirt I was wearing anymore. So I needed to uh, refresh my Disney wardrobe. So here's the thing. I am going to be welcomed as a hero when I stroll into Galaxy's Edge, which is the Star Wars neighborhood of Disneyland today, because what I'm what I am wearing is there's this conspiracy theory that is really gained steam to the extent that I honestly truly believe that it is true and i'm not a person of a conspiratorial bent that when they made the series of star wars movies the prequels in the 90s jar jar was ultimately supposed to be the bad guy the darth vader by the third movie and people hated the character so much that they had to change the plot midway through and so many little pieces of information have trickled out over the years that i do believe that it is true i believe even the actor who voiced jar jar has essentially confirmed that that was what was supposed to happen so i'm gonna be i've never seen anybody wearing a darth jar jar shirt at oh it's a darth jar i know it's really really dark but Oh, wow. That's deep. That's actually a pretty cool shirt. So I'm going in there and like five mega dorks in Star Wars land are going to be like, oh, shit. No, he didn't. You should videotape people and see if they actually have a response because you would be so sad if you wore that shirt with all of this idea behind it and this energy and no one said anything. And you know what would be great? You know, be really wonderful is if you went to the park with your family, which I have a whole other sidebar of how often you guys spend time at Disney. I think that there's some other thing going on and and there's a conspiracy. But it'd be so great if you spent your entire day at Disney with the family. No one says anything, not a peep. And on your way out, this kid who's with his parents who has not yet said his first word, just a young little pup. I don't know when that happens, around two, two and a half, three, sometimes 14, depending on the childhood trauma that they endure. If you're on your way out and this kid who's been mute his entire life, let's say he's five, and his parents are like, maybe Disneyland will bring it out of him. He sees you, he sees the shirt, and he points and he's like, that's so dope. He says a whole sentence and that's his first word. (laughs) Oh, I, I thought you were going to be, be like, loser. <laughs> no, I, was, I went a positive route. Right. I really wish I would have said loser because I think that would have been more funny. 
<laughs> also, got a lot of time that people spend on the uh, theology behind Star Wars. And I'm not one of those guys. This was just an article. Oh, I think you are. I think clearly you are. <laughs> wow. Speaking of can Death get, Vader. Can this show get sponsored Death by Vader. Emphysema? <laughs> Somebody. Look, I get weird links sent to me <laughs> all the time because we've cultivated this army of listeners over the years who are always sending us stuff to talk about. You gotta. We used to do the show, the Ella show, for 20 hours a week. So people are always sending me links. Jesus. To, to, people are always sending me links to everything. So I think at some point a listener just sent it to me, this conspiracy theory. But the thing that's made me take it seriously the original article that first spread this idea into somewhat you know mainstream uh, consciousness was in the washington post so this wasn't something that somebody wrote oh. in a reddit forum yeah 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 people i mean obviously it started in in the the nether regions of the internet but it, this is like 10 years ago and now slowly but surely it just seems like every more and more details trickle out that make it seem like i mean i'm not going to bug you with what george lucas was thinking but it does add up it really does if anybody's interested they can find the article i don't go that deep on on star i am able to like star wars without being obsessed with star wars says the person obsessed with star wars says the, the guy wearing the darth jar jar yeah. shirt yeah the first part what are they what's the thing about problems the first way to solve your problem is to admit you have a problem mm. and i do think that this all started in the nether regions of george lucas's nether regions so what is your conspiracy story about how much time my family spends at disney i think that you guys are trafficking drugs through disneyland and using your children as mules oh wow so it's clear you think the kids are going to figure out why we keep asking them to swallow mickey balloons for sure mm. for sure for sure for sure 100 percent. i hate when people say 100 percent. can i be honest 100 people 100 <laughs> percent like oh just say okay why do we have to say a hundred percent isn't that a lot verbal crutches in general are annoying once you start keying into them and again i know from the from the the radio show that they're they're very contagious you know like i used to work with they are i used to work with a guy at a restaurant he said very for everything and so we started making fun of him and before too long everybody was going this food is very delicious this customer is going to be very happy and it starts as a joke and then you can't stop with well, the one that um we have been criticized for most recently on the show and that my son has uh going on parallel is i mean like my son when i ask I him mean. when i ask him what's going on at school and he doesn't have a good answer I know his tell like Andre Agassi beat Boris Becker because he realized that Boris Becker would like stick his tongue out before he did a certain kind of serve and he didn't tell Boris Becker and he just owned Boris Becker and when they retired he was like Boris he did this thing with your tongue before he did the one serve that's how I beat you every time and Boris Becker in the most German way possible was like Nine! my son when I go so the teacher said you got to do this thing and you didn't do the thing. I mean, it seems pretty straightforward to me that you didn't do what you're supposed to do. And he's like, I mean, and I'm like, oh, here comes the lie. Here comes the bullshit. I know that he does not obfuscate very well. Oh, good word. Obfuscate. This show is sponsored by better help. Jesse, Mary, you the kind of person who buys yourself Christmas presents for sure. I love myself. Well, this year, why not love yourself by buying yourself the gift of loving yourself with some therapy from Better 
BetterHelp. You don't even have to. Look, BetterHelp cares. They of course, they want you to buy stuff. Of course they want you to buy stuff. They want to help you. They want your business, but they just want you to be happy. Go to BetterHelp, use our code, get 10% off. But if you can't do that, just love yourself. That's what BetterHelp wants from you. Take a me day at some point over the holidays. Your family, you love them. At the same time, they are deeply annoying. You're going to need to decompress before and after spending time with them. Do that and or go to BetterHelp.com. That's right. And if you guys are thinking of starting therapy, which I highly recommend after a holiday season, things get heightened and hot. Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, just like that weird aunt who does splits on the holiday party, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Super easy. You need it. We all need it. It's the season of giving, so give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. You guys can visit BetterHelp.com slash deuce d-e-u-c-e today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p dot com slash deuce speaking of words i found a list of gen z slang oh okay and i would love to test you on it i did a pod on this somewhat recently so i think you're gonna find that i'm a little bit did you really I did a pod. That's so funny. Yeah, we're all John over the same nonsense from the internet and all of our endless pods. Um, I uh, I, I found the list. Uh, actually, only made it a tiny bit of the way through it, but I found. Um, where, where did you get your list? It's the like the the four hundred or the six hundred words that Merriam Webster added to their online dictionary this year. Oh no, I'm going for words that just shouldn't be words. Yeah, I'm not going for anything that. And and I would like to say, a um that there's a lot of nerds that work this is a this is a follow-up to the washington post article about the star wars thing yeah. you're like you know this is a washington post article a lot of nerds work at at newspapers just just a fyi oh it's one of the nerdiest jobs little, ever right nerdiest jobs ever so th- for them to have some story about star wars it's not that far off you know secondly um this the fact that webster has acknowledged language that is made up in a fairy tale land of people and put it into the dictionary is a whole other. Where do you think the other words came from? Jesus Christ himself. Oh, sure. Obviously. They were all on the tablet. Got it. Proceed. Uh, our source. Oh yeah. And Papyrus. Um, okay. Uh, this one, you may or may not know. I'm, I'm choosing to start here uh-huh. because I feel like you may know. Beat your face. Now it's phrases and words. I should clarify. Mm-hmm. What does it mean when somebody says, you beat your face? Uh, it means that you punched yourself in the face. Close. It could mean that figuratively. Mm. It means to apply makeup. Oh, okay. Like when you sit in a chair, some of the girls will be like, okay, I'm about to beat your face. But you, rightfully so, you would put your own f- fists up, like bring it. No, they're just trying to give you some cheekbones. Oh, so if somebody says they're going to beat my face, I should I should let them. Yes, that's because now do your a makeup. good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to put on what I heard it described yesterday as the uh, the street sweeper eyelashes. Ah! I like to call those the TSA specials. Oh, do they have them? Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's just like, is, is there a breeze at the checkout at Target? Oh, my God. Just one blink and your hair is in a Beyonce blowing wind. Yeah, it used to be uh, a butterfly flaps its wings and now it's a, a Target checkout lady blinks. And <laughs> <laughs> that's funny can i steal that sure <laughs> yes. 
Can we remember that? Deb, can you write that note down? Because I want to put that into my stand-up. And there's a tsunami in the Philippines. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Okay. You ready for another one? Yeah. This one I did not Beat my face. Go ahead. (laughs) Body count. Body count. How many people you slept with? Oh my gosh. You're so hip. I had no idea. Eh, I sleep around quite a bit. Okay. Bussin'. Oh yeah. Use, yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Use bussin in a sentence. Uh huh. The children. From <laughs> the poor part of town. <laughs> no. No, Deb said no. Will be bussin to the school that used to be good. <laughs> no. Not at all, sir. I know, I know, I know, I know. Do you know what? I was under the impression when I was a kid that, that I think uh. bussin used to be bad. I think the same exact word, B-U-S-S-I-N, whatever, catastrophe, um, used to be like, oh man, you're 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 crazy. You're losing your mind, man. You're bussin. And now it's it, it's like the exact same thing, only the exact opposite. It's just like, man, these disco fries are bussin. It's specifically used for food. It's specifically for our food. All right. Like this sandwich is bussin. Yeah. This taco is bussin. Right. That guy who's cleaning, will... the guy who's cleaning up our plates from the table is bussin. Back home. <laughs> I would like to clarify that I myself was school bussed. Were you? Quite often. Oh, for sure. How small? I went to two schools. Oh, a small one. <laughs> the smallest. So they came in this size? Okay. <laughs> this one was a, a bicycle. It was a bicycle built for two. <laughs> Yeah, it was a ta- it was my mom's tandem bike. She just took me around the block. Yep. All right. Okay. Drip. Use drip in a sentence. My drip is on fire. They're gonna love my drip at Galaxy's Edge. I'm dressed like oh! Darth Jar Jar. I thought you were gonna joke. No, I'm okay. I'm, I'm very drippy. I'm very drippy. One more, and I want you to use this. Use it in jest, and also, if you do know it, use it correctly. Does that sound good? I'll do my best. Okay. Can I tell you something? Because I feel like I'm on a yes. game show right now. I just learned a couple of hours ago that they used to give um, the female contestants on Family Feud oral herpes tests before they put them out on stage since the host, Richard Dawson, kissed all of them. Fun fact. Ew! He kissed him on the mouth? You don't remember? Oh, this is before your time. I forget. You're a youngin. Yeah. So Family Feud, you're familiar with the show, right? Same same thing. Yeah. You'd have the, the dad and the aunt and the whatever, and we, they would start the show and then they would have the minute where they're like, and now let's say hello to our contestants. And he would walk down the line and share a little bit of banter with each member of the family. And he would kiss every single one of the women who were of age. This was like a, just a thing that was on TV when I was a kid in the and 80s. Now it just feels wrong. Well, I it think, just feels like very soccer coach crossing the line. No doubt about it. I didn't know the backstory on it. He said that he didn't do it in the beginning, and there was one time, and don't get me wrong, he probably was an awful sexist pig who probably did sleep with a number of female contestants, but he did, and if you look him up, it's even worse than it sounds. He said that one at one point they asked a female contestant to name a green vegetable and she blanked out and he knew she obviously knew the answer. She was just on TV and she was nervous and he improved and said, you know, my mother, when I was feeling nervous, used to calm me down by giving me a kiss. Can I give you a kiss? And she said, sure. And he gave her a kiss and then she goes asparagus and people loved it. So then he started doing it. 
And at a certain point, the network was like, we think this, even by 1982 standards, this feels wrong. And when they were either made him stop or were going to make him stop, they got thousands of letters from viewers saying, you, you can't let or make this man stop kissing. He would just like kiss the wives in front Wait, of their husbands and their husbands letters. would just be like. People sent letters saying he he has to continue kissing people. They loved people loved Dick Dawson See, kissing all the this, women, and now we now it turns out that they were they were swabbing all of them for oral herpes before they went out. Can you never say swab ever again? Just don't say swab. Both drippy this and you said swabby. I, I'm both drippy and swabby. Okay, I'm gonna do one more. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Uh, okay, this one. Okay. Use it wrong and then use it right. I'll try. I'm torn between two. I'll just do both. Should I? Okay. Sus. Oh, oh, come on. What's the other one? Vibe check. Well, vibe check's pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? Is it? Well, you tell me. It's like, yeah, okay, so uh, it's when you um, uh, have been, are dating a girl and you go through her underwear drawer to see if she has a vibrator. That's... That's perfect. Thank you. We've all done it. Okay. Vibe Here's check. Here's one I bet you don't know. Sus is like, my, my son already came, my son's already, my son already thinks sus is sus. Yeah, kid, like eight-year-olds are saying sus. Mm-hmm. And that throws you off guard. When eight-year-olds have slang, that's the one thing about, I feel, with social media and them having access to so many videos and watching people and watching behavior and yeah. they pick up so much, that they appear older than they are and that makes me concerned for little girls which brings me I'm, I'm we'll get back to another phrase or word in a second but you talking about the host of family feud makes me think of this video that was circulating recently of someone i used to love maybe somebody you used to watch um shirley temple what the f was going on with shirley temple here's this cute little girl dressed up singing songs to grown men just grown men passing her along like they're it, there was this one video of them all on a flight i'm like are, are, they're for sure going to jeffrey epstein's island mm-hmm. for sure and they're passing the little girl shirley temple along right. and she's singing good ship lollipop and i'll see you in 13 years no they'll yeah they'll see them they'll see her the, her in five yeah so it just feels like there is something cute to when a little boy's like oh that's so sus yeah but when a little girl's in the video like my niece they're just so smart and they're like doing all this. No, the answer's absolutely not. Yeah. Um, the, the little girl thing, like I remember my daughter was probably still four when we would say, Oh, that's a cute thing. Can I make a video? And we'd, we'd hit record and say, go ahead. And she'd be like, hi, today we're going to be talking about my dance move. Like she would literally be like, leave your feedback in the comments for us making iPhone videos and stuff. Like she spoke fluent. You And, and we don't like in the scheme of things, we're not the just like stick the kids. We don't give the kids the tablet when we go out to the restaurant. I'm, we're far from perfect, but we are. You do or don't. No, we do not. But we, and it was, you know, it's weird because we went out with a couple uh, this past weekend who had kids about the same age as ours and they just, just like the same way you might, you know, ask for a glass of water when you sit down, just sat down and gave the kids the tablet. And in my, and we were at this dinner for a, a while. It was a very social kind of thing. 
And it was just interesting. I don't even, my kids must be thinking, what the fuck? How come they get to watch this shit and we don't get to? But they didn't even question that, of course, they're going to give the kids the tablet. My kids didn't even question, of course, we're not going to give you the tablet. And I can't recall having ever been out to a meal where there were two families that were so opposed on whether that's okay or how permissible that is um, for, for like two hours. It is interesting. Mm-hmm. There, the latest issue of The New Yorker on the cover had, I know, shocker, I read The New Yorker, on the cover had a depiction of a family at Thanksgiving and everyone was on their phone, even the old grandpa and the young kid. It just showed that now this has permeated all generations. Oh, yeah. All generations are completely addicted. I noticed and that it. That scares me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you and your mom, your your mom, you and your wife doing the most you can to provide some boundaries for your children, especially at this age. I feel like that's a, a really smart move because I would imagine it's really difficult. As, as hard as it is to not feel that sort of dopamine rush when you're on your phone as an adult, it must be equally as difficult to not give your kid the device when you just need a break and not saying you don't do that, but it sounds like you guys are selective about how you choose to use that yeah. for them. The restaurant's got to be fucking up royally for us to just go, okay, we've been sitting here for 45 minutes waiting for our food. You're three. Here you go. Watch a, watch a video. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a, a, a break glass in case of emergency kind of thing. That's smart. I think that's really, really smart. Because then you have leverage with it with your children Mm -hmm. and and you're running, you're sort of dictating how and when they get to consume that. Uh, Let me ask you a question. When you guys eat dinner at your house, do you guys have a regular dinner together each night? Every night. Or does that fluctuate? No, 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 no. It's it's bizarre and it feels all wrong when we don't do it. Like every now and again, one of us has got a, uh, you know, like my wife really wants to go to a Pilates class and just this whole week, the only one that works is like right in dinner time and guys don't wait until I get home at eight. And even then I take a poll of the kids and they're like, let's just have a snack and wait for her to get home. It just feels kind of sad for just three of us to have dinner. Now, family dinner is gigantic, critical. It's, it's, it is like the the center hub of like our family life. That and fucking Disneyland, sadly. I know. I was just going to say that and you guys go to Disneyland every other week. Yeah. But you do you do go to Disney quite often. We didn't. The passes are not cheap, Jesse. We didn't get them to not use them. Oh, you have season passes. We have. They have a lot of tiers of season passes. We didn't get the full blown Z. Just go whenever you want. We got the you have an annual pass. You can go any day except for these 250 blackout days, you know? So like they have 250 blackout they have, days. They have passes where you can literally, I think, only go on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays during the winter. But it's if you add it up and go, well, I'll go X amount of times within those very, very narrow parameters, that pass is like 500 bucks. So if you can go four times in there, that's cheaper than buying them individually. Yes. So we have like one step up from that, but... You know, we can't go. This will be the last time we go for the holidays. We'll be blacked out straight through the holidays. We didn't go at all. No, it may have seemed like we did. We didn't go at all over the summer. We were blacked out for the entire summer. So we have very limited passes, but we do have passes. And so, hell yeah, we we use these things because they are not cheap. Do they give you a discount? Like because you have a season pass, do you get discounts on drinks, on food, like 10% off? Exactly. What is it? Yeah, I think it is 10. Okay. And then um, look at me. I'm like calling to a customer service rep now. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you guys get uh, 
I, I was just going to ask something different. Wait, your, your discount. Okay. Someone I know brought their kids to Disney World, Disneyland. And one of them got sick on a ride, threw up. And after this happened, Disney wanted to clean it up literally and with the family so fast. They took the family to a gift shop and said, get whatever you want. And they were like, what? And they're like, yeah, get whatever you want. The whole family. They, they, he said, we got everything. Like when they said, get whatever you want. I went for backpacks, hats, outfits. They suited us up. I say this to say, bring a sick maybe, kid to Disney. Yes. Maybe go eat some food that isn't so bussin'. Yeah. Have the kid puke on a ride. Yeah. And then you have Christmas gifts. Wow. You leave the kids outside. One of you stays with the kid. The other one goes in the shop, gets all the stuff. There's your Christmas shopping. So your kids vomit bought you your Christmas gifts. Right. Give them sus food, not bus food. Sus. Exactly. Sus, not bus. Yeah. That's clever. I, thank you. Uh, uh, um. I know there's not much you can go from off of that, but it was a story that I thought of. No, 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 no. That is, God, because we, we, we to, and to think we don't go because the kids are sick sometimes when that's exactly the time that we, that we should be going. Um, you see somebody got naked on uh, It's a Small World? Oh, gosh, that sounds, was, were they, did they have a small world? Yeah, the wa- I mean? water must be pretty cold is all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They, they blurred out the guy's european genitals i think he was euro for some reason now tell me the story because i did not hear this a guy took mushrooms and got naked on it's a small world i think that's you know i'm sick of people dragging psychedelics into their poor behavior i don't like when articles go a man on mushrooms was naked on it's a small world i don't think that is the problem the problem is that the the general like the person that you imagine shaking their newspaper in anger at that their only exposure to drugs is through negative stories like that because we're all we're all okay with guy got drunk and blah 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 because we all understand since just about all of us have drank and been drunk and been too drunk we all understand that alcohol is fine if used in moderation sometimes Sometimes many of us and some of us frequently do not use it in moderation. So I don't think the problem is saying that you can have a bad time on mushrooms and something weird like that might happen. It's just the um, the ignorant assumption that that is likely to happen when you're on psychedelic drugs. And that'll, that'll change with time, I imagine. I just think, here's the thing I think, and I could be wrong. When you have too much alcohol, you affect the outworldly world you affect people around you you can crash your car you can have accidents you get into fights there's blood sweat and tears when you have too much alcohol all of that still can happen on psychedelics but usually just saying usually that only happens inward all the fighting and the chaos is all occurring within your own psyche you might think it's happening in the world but it's not. Now, there's cases where that's different, and, and it's not always that way. I get that, especially with people who have who are predis, who have a predisposition to schizophrenia or any sort of more intense mental disorder like that. I think those people, we can say, are excluded from this situation. But it, par for par, for going psilocybin versus OV splits, it's so different with alcohol. So that's why I asked if this guy was drunk. So they're saying he was on mushrooms. I may, be, I, I, I may have made he, that up. What's OV splits? <laughs> oh, 
OV splits. That's the drink of stepdads. You never heard of OB, OV splits? Like a, they sponsor it, divorce. It's like a Jenny cream. <laughs> OV splits for sure sponsors divorce. They're these teeny beers for alcoholics to feel less like an alcoholic. They just drink more of the teeny ones to equal the same amount as the big ones that they drink, and they feel like they drank less. They're oh. these cute little half beers from back in the day. They don't make them anymore. Now, my, uh, this is kind of a, 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 a weird word that we, it, there was nothing actually wrong with it. It was just coincidental, but there's no way they would name them this anymore. You know, my family owned a bar. Several different family members passed around ownership of it, and they sold full-size beers and shots of liquor, of course, and then they sold smaller beers, which I think are probably eight ounces, which were known as nips. Well, nips I know to be mm-hmm. a term for the teeny planers, the little teeny planers of alcohol you bring on airplane. They're also known as planers because that's the types of alcohol they have on the plane. I know those to be nips because they're just a nip of alcohol. So it's interesting terminology, how it's different in different places for different people. But I also love that you didn't know what an OV split was. I don't. I think that's kind of fantastic. And I also think it's funny that you weren't even sure if they mentioned that he was on mushrooms or not, that you just added that in yourself. Well, I didn't exactly. Criminal. I just, I wasn't. You're a criminal. I wasn't expecting us. Uh, I'm an agent of misinformation, but I also wasn't expecting us to talk about this. So I just didn't. It's been a minute since I thought about it. I don't have the facts at my mental or literal fingertips. Um, Can I ask you a serious question? Hold on, real quick. He got up on. He got on the ride. He ended oh, you got up, it. He ended up walking in the water. He started drinking the water and then ran. And he 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 was like going around among the. It's a small world, people. And he like sat down in a little pool of stuff. He had his. She was down to his undies at that point. But later on, when he got stopped finally, I think he had taken those off of uh, those off and. Um, he he was charged with being under the influence of a drug under the influence of a controlled substance to me that sounds like crack i think he was on i think he was on a psychedelic i think he thought it would be funny to to go to disneyland and and trip which i can he's most of the time he'd be right i think it's so weird that um the standards for journalism have gotten so low it's sometimes sometimes nowadays it doesn't even matter did ai write this because if you have to ask the question did ai write this then the thing was written so poorly um i'm just reading the thing it says it was uh it says the the video showed the man here we go show the man walking around the ride sets and touching its animatronics wearing only shorts while jingle bells plays in the background now what do you mean in the background how jingle bells jingle bells doesn't play in the background of it's a small fucking world now let me think about it what is the name of the song that plays on a fucking endless loop at it's a small fucking world like how fucking hard is it to remember that the song that fucking plays at it's a small fucking world is it's a small fucking world they're saying it was playing Jingle Bells. It sounds like whoever wrote the articles on Shrooms. Yeah, it sounds like that was the guy on the Wacky Tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? Are we? I don't think so. Can I tell okay. you something? I don't know. Because I, yeah. I st- we, started, oh, wait, I was gonna... we started rolling so long before we actually started rolling. I actually don't know what time it is anymore. I wanted to tell you, mm-hmm. you said, you know, we, you said it, I wasn't prepared to talk about this. I wanted to say, when have we ever been prepared to talk about anything we end up discussing? I actually we always go on tangents. No, I actually had some really interesting stuff to talk about. We and we'll have to save it for next time. But can I? I, I do want to share something with you. Do you have your phone handy? I do. Okay, I have a follow up to. Uh, Ooh. 
to something that we talked about last time or the time before. I don't know. Okay. You want, I want you to dial a number. Okay. Oh, Everybody God. can play along at home. This is fun. Okay. I'm um, excited. The phone number is 719-266-2837. Yeah. Do you want me to put it into the mic or just have it you my can, own You self? can put it to the mic, yeah. Seven. Helpline. To hear one-on-one, please oh, you gotta, press one. Shit, you got to do it again. To hear it, girl. Okay. Okay, I'll do it. Right. 719-266-2837. 719- Welcome to Collar Notes, your emergency hall and notes helpline. <laughs> to hear one-on-one, please press one. <laughs> Your emergency Hall and Oats hotline? 71926Oats, better known as Call and Oats. <laughs> <laughs> Your emergency Hall and Oats helpline. Can I tell you, I actually found out a little bit more about, we still don't know why there's a fucking restraining order between Hall and Oates, but the lawsuit, the, the the basic nature of the lawsuit has been revealed. And I don't know if this is interesting to other people, but I think as someone in entertainment, you, you might find it interesting. So what yeah. happened was they have a 50-50 partnership in their, in their business and um, Oates, a lot of older rockers these days have sold their catalogs like Bob Dylan sold his catalog for like $600 million or something. So Oates, Oates arranged to sell some company that buys musicians catalogs, his half of his interest in Hall and Oates and Daryl Hall, like Daryl Hall says, no, you can't do that without my permission. And Oates is like, no, I can totally sell half of the company that we built together. You're free to do the same as well, which I totally see his point of view. But Hall is like, no, I can't be partners with somebody that I don't approve. And you're essentially selling half of the partnership. So it's like, it seems like it would be fraught for, for a partner to not be able to sell without the other partner's agreement. You know what yeah. I mean? Because because we all know things can go sour in partnerships. I've heard some awful stories recently, heartbreaking stories recently. Of it's a, people who you lose. Yeah, people who enter into partnerships, um, feeling like they're doing so in good faith with people that they not only consider good business matches but personal friends, and then the person, the partner, does like a fucking like disney villain heel turn it's just like ha 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 now i've got you i am evil and i'm gonna ruin your life and steal all your money like shit can happen you don't enter into an agreement you don't you don't go into something that there isn't a, a, an express written uh off-ramp for that's just like an ironclad rule of of business arrangement so like <clears throat> i think oats should be able to sell and he should be able to sell to whoever he fucking wants to sell to but i also think hall should be able to say no i can't as the guy who's still gonna be here I can't just have any old partner in in business that a uh, business that I own a half of. What do you think? Uh, I don't know what l- the law is, but just on a common sense level, what do you? Th- how do you think you resolve that? I think that there's got to be some agreement. He should. I agree. He should be able to sell it. Yeah. Because not it, it, two people are going to have different opinions and different wants and needs as their lives go on individually, mm-hmm. and it, you shouldn't have to stay in a partnership if creatively spiritually and all these other things financially professionally that it doesn't align for you you shouldn't have to be able to stay in there right that being said there should be some sort of like 
legality, like some sort of term or, or uh, verbiage in there where it's like, yes, you can leave, but so-and-so has to agree or the terms are this. That's tricky, man. And that- That's really, tr- really tricky. Uh-huh. I think Hall & Oates should let Oates sell and then find a new partner that's like got another fun name like way and just call yourselves hallway oh i see where you're going or like Uh uh-huh hall and mark his last name's mark so you guys are now hallmark but now you're another legal battle with hallmark because they're hallmark yeah they were hallmark first maybe you're hall and mark and you you write songs for hallmark movies i could go all day long i'm a businesswoman maybe he should um uh, combine forces with someone whose last name is Wood, but who is of Latino descent, so they can become Hollywood. I don't know that you could say that your <laughs> wife wasn't Japanese. I think that they ought to say <laughs> this. <laughs> what if they were Hall and Sus? Sure. Ball- Hall and Bussin. Bussin Sus. Oh, let's do one more word before we go. I think they should settle okay. this in the ring like men. One Use on this one. word correctly <laughs> in a sentence. Yeah. Zesty. Uh, I started using some um, deodorant that doesn't have any plutonium in it that I bought at Whole Foods for three times the cost of speed stick. And now my pits are zesty, bro. Wow. Okay. Now use it correctly. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was me using it correctly. It means to act effeminately or flamboyantly gay oh you know it's interesting where the language is with that nowadays where we don't like you you can't shame people or mock people for being gay but you can't but you're still allowed to mock people for seeming gay in an annoying sort of way and the very specific example that i'll give you is we're taping this on the day that um that george santos guy is uh being expelled from congress right and like fairly credible news organizations um are 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 using headlines like uh santos sachets out of washington and it's like we're allowed to say that about him because we think he's gay seeming in a bad way you know but you would never say um but i put it this way there's no way that that same news outlet would say um pete Buttigieg sachets out of the department of transportation because that would just be like what just because he's gay he's got a sachet so you can use it when you're like yeah but that guy's he's a gay dick (laughs) that seems to be the rules i think those rules are accurate (laughs) are we done now oh my god you just asked if we're done we've it's a full circle we've reached a new ground Yeah, we're done. All right. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.